This is the Average Guy Network, and you have found financial in the Guide Rock Capital Management Commentary, recorded on January 28th, 2014. I'm your host, Jim Collison, broadcasting live from the Gallup campus here in Omaha, Nebraska, and we post the written commentary each week out at TheAverageGuy.tv. Financial Tech brings you the latest market commentary from the award-winning Andrew Hunt, CFP and president of Guide Rock Capital Management, located right here on the campus in Omaha, Nebraska. If you'd like to receive a free copy of the written commentary in advance, or if you have questions or comments that we can read and answer on the show, send us an email. Just send that to Andrew. Andrew underscore Hunt at GuideRockCapital.com. You can also call us now and leave a recorded question. It would be great to have you do that if that's easier. Just call us 402-478-8450. We also have all the links to subscribe to the show, both audio and video, out at TheAverageGuy.tv. Andrew, great to see you. We both had crazy busy weeks. It looks like we're averaging about every other week, so maybe we should call it the every other week market commentary, but how are you? I am well. You know, it... it if you subscribe to the market commentary, it will still be weekly, uh, but our radio show uh, is, is kind of hitting every other week. I was in sunny Las Vegas last week for a tax and estate planning conference, um, and it was all right. I'm not a big fan of Vegas. Sorry if we have any listeners that visit there. I don't really do crowds. I'm not a gambler, not a partier, um, so it was really just for the conference, and I ended up getting a cold halfway through, so ah. kind of bear with me today. Uh, I might sound a little stuffier than normal. Uh, but let's talk about the markets. Was it a stutter step or have markets lost their balance? Anyone who knows football can tell you a lot goes into every play. Strategy, practice, game review, and preparation all affect outcomes, as do decisions and execution during the games. Many, many factors influence gains and losses on the field. Similarly, numerous issues affect the performance of stock and bond markets, a fact that became abundantly clear when pundits tried to explain last week's market downturn. Here are a few of the things which may have helped put investors on the defensive last week. First one, fears of a China bubble. According to Barron's, a dip in the nation's manufacturing index stirred experts' fears China may be experiencing a credit bubble that is creating property and infrastructure bubbles. If this proves to be true, and the bubble bursts, the repercussions may be felt throughout the global markets. Uh, the second issue, our concern the Federal Reserve tapering. Uh, the Fed has begun to pursue a less stimulative monetary policy. We've talked a ton about that on the show. Uh, and that has some worried about growth, especially in emerging countries which rely on foreign, foreign currency to finance deficits. And uh, that's according to the Washington Post. Uh, next, there's anxiety about emerging markets resilience. Giving the weight uh, to concerns about the impact of changing Federal Reserve policies, currencies in Argentina, Venezuela, South Africa, and Turkey lost value last week. The New York Times said rising interest rates may increase borrowing costs, triggering painful readjustment periods for some of the emerging markets. Uh, the next one is continued unease over unemployment. Reuters suggested stronger economic growth in the U.S., uh, Japan, and Europe could camouflage issues related to youth unemployment and skills shortages. And then lastly, lack of enthusiasm over mixed earnings. 
fourth quarter, quarter earnings reports have been roughly in line with the mixed results reported throughout 2013. 63% of companies' earnings beat analyst expectations. 12% were in line, and 25% came in lower than expected. So is this a correction, uh, or, or has the bull market concluded its run? Uh, you may as well ask whether the Broncos or the Seahawks will win on Sunday because nobody really knows for sure. We'll keep talking about it. We'll keep writing about it. Uh, and I would love to hear your thoughts. So how do you define big data? Uh, there is little agreement about the definition of quote-unquote big data. Broadly speaking, it's a term that describes the storage and analysis of large and or complex data sets. Uh, according to the MIT Technology Review, there is unanimous agreement that big data is revolutionizing commerce in the 21st century. When it comes to business, big data offers unprecedented insight, improved decision making, and untapped sources of profit. In other words, data collected through rewards cards, social media, websites, industry research, and other sources is helping companies better understand their businesses and their customers. Big data is uh, helping companies in diverse industries. The International Business Times reported uh, retailers, supermarkets, and pharmaceutical companies are collecting thousands of gigabytes of consumer data in real time and through online data mining in order to improve sales and marketing efforts. An article on gizmeg.com said, quote, pattern recognition software applies to patient records, clinical trials, medical reports and journals makes it possible for computers to be used as a diagnostic tool, comparing data to arrive at the best possible treatment plan. Fraud detection, pretrial research and legal cases, stock trading and patient monitoring are now handled by software after the arrival of big data." End quote. Uh, the big data revolution is also likely to change the employment picture in the U.S. Uh, according to a report titled The Future of Employment, How Susceptible Are Jobs to Computerization, the report covered a study which was released by Oxford University last September and evaluated about 700 different types of occupations in the United States. Get this, it found about 40% of jobs in the United States are at risk of being computerized within the next two decades. Occupations at low risk of being computerized include therapists of different types, social workers, curators, anthropologists, and others. Those at high risk include telemarketers, loan officers, payroll clerks, legal secretaries, and ironically, data entry technicians. <laughs> well, here's our quote from the week. Uh, it's, uh, it's from the king, Elvis Presley. It says, truth is like the sun. You can shut it out for a time, but, ain't, but it ain't going away. Thanks for listening, guys. Hey, I wanted to tell you, we have a new website up at www.guiderockcapital.com. I would love for you to go out, take a visit, look at some of the videos we have out there, check out some of our, our blog posts. Give me some feedback. I want to see what you think. Really appreciate it if you go out and see guiderockcapital.com. Andrew, it looks great. Nice work on the website. It's looking good. Excited to see that come out. Also, let listeners know, sometime in 2014, we'll be transitioning this podcast onto that site. So you'll be... We're going to change the format up a little bit, and we'll make it. We'll put it on uh, on the site there, and you'll we'll ask you to subscribe over there as well. And uh, we got some new things coming in for you in uh, in 2014. Andrew, one of the comments I wanted to make about big data, of course, it's the big buzzword right now. Everybody, you know, anytime you talk about anything about data, folks are talking about big data. A couple of years back, it was business intelligence. You know, we we have these technology buzzwords that we go through, and 
it is absolute a, re a reality with social media really driving it. You think about all the transactions on Facebook. That alone, right, is enough data to create this kind of big data concept. One of the things I want to uh, tell people, though, I think, and in it being a tech guy in the industry, is that whenever a job is replaced by technology, a new one is made in technology, right? So big data doesn't happen by itself. Someone has to manage these gigantic data centers. Someone needs to come up with new technology to store this. We continue to have problems with storage. And there's plenty of opportunities there. So it's, um, you know, oftentimes in technology, we've looked at uh, job replacement. Oh, that technology is taking over jobs. It always creates new jobs. Even in manufacturing, when a robot is made to make something, someone has to service that robot, right? We still don't have robots to service robots. And when we do, someone will still need to service the robots who are servicing the robots. So it's one of those kinds of things that I think a lot of people, my kids are all the college age, you know, they're all college age right now. And they're all in that early phases of, of getting into the job force. And there are plenty of jobs out there. You may have to change what you're thinking. You may have to get more technical. You may have to get some education. You may have to actually work really, really hard to get into it. But it's one of those, That's for me, that's a universal principle. Technology never replaces it completely. It always creates new ones in the wake of the old jobs being there. So kind of an interesting thought, I think. Uh, agree, disagree, Andrew? Yeah, that's interesting. You know, I, I guess I haven't thought of it that way, um, but I think, think you certainly make some valid points. I'd be interested to hear what some of our listeners think. Of course, we've got a lot of technology listeners. Uh, this is a great opportunity to share your thoughts. We'll read it on the show. Um, I don't know enough about big data, frankly, to speak intelligently on it. I know it's a, it's a keen buzzword, and uh, a lot of people are thinking about how to use it. Uh, of course, we've seen it backfire on some folks, too. Hello, Target. Uh, and, uh, and so I think it'll be interesting to see how people secure their big data uh, going forward as well. No, right. Security is uh, of utmost importance. You know, back in the 90s, uh, when PCs first came out, we had huge problems with PC security and uh, lots of people. And actually, it's still a big problem today, and there's industries around it, but... In our data security, we're going to have to continue to get better to protect our data and, and make sure that is, you know, and as a consumer, you have to make sure your data is being protected. And there's some services out there that help you monitor your credit report and some of those kinds of things as well. I think LifeLock is one that we've talked about in the past on this show, and it's one of those kinds of things that is uh, in a consideration just as you, you predict, protect your finances. Well, if you're new to podcasts and you're looking for an easy way to listen each week, you might want to consider using Stitcher. Stitcher is really starting to move its way up in popularity. It's in a lot of the new automobiles that are coming out, making its way into the home as well, available on any browser as well as both Android and iPhone platforms. It's a great way to listen to the podcast at home and on the road. And actually, I recommend you listen to this on your way into work because that's just wasted time in the car. Talk radio isn't really that good anymore. You'll want to get this kind of stuff uh, streaming right into your vehicle. So uh, it's uh, this show and all the past shows are Stitcher, stitcher.com, search financial tech. It's education for your ears. By the way, you can set that up on your PC at home and then stream it to your phone a little bit later if you'd like to do that. Be sure to visit Guide Rock Capital. We'll say that again. Brand new website out there. Andrew would love some feedback on that as well. You can uh, view that at guiderockcapital.com. Follow Andrew on Twitter at Andrew D. Hunt. Get all the show notes to this show out at theaverageguy.tv. Send us your comments, Andrew underscore Hunt at guiderockcapital.com or call in 402 478 8450. We'll play that on the show. Now, Andrew and I say thanks for listening, and we'll catch up with you next week or maybe the week after that. And remember, be smart about your investing. 
GuideRock Capital Management, Inc., or GuideRock, is a registered investment advisor that is registered with the state of Nebraska and located in Omaha, Nebraska. GuideRock and its representatives are in compliance with the current registration requirements imposed upon investment advisors in the states in which they maintain clients. GuideRock may only transact business in those states in which it is registered or qualifies for an exemption or exclusion from registration requirements. Important information describing GuideRock's business operations, services, and fees can be viewed on the SEC's website at www.advisorinfo.sec.gov. GuideRock will provide Form ADV Part 2, which serves as the firm's disclosure document to all clients. Copies of Form ADV Part 2 are also available to interested parties upon request. All investment strategies have the potential for profit or loss. Past performance is not indicative of future results. No current or prospective clients should assume that the future performance of any specific investment, investment strategy, or product made reference to directly or indirectly on this video, website, or indirectly via hyperlink or any affiliated third-party website will be profitable or equal to past performance levels.